Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 60. I cannot believe we've got here. Episode 60 is the end of season two. And have we got a podcast for you? Talise joins me in the seat today and we talk about all things aging. Well, we go a little bit off topic, but we talk about aging. We talk about having kids, social media, the influence famous people age as well. We all age and we give you our hot tips on what we wished we cared less about. It's a must listen. Hold on. Hi everyone. Welcome to the Your Say podcast. It's Nikki and today I'm very excited. I'm not solo. I've got Talise. Talise is going to be co-hosting with us today. Hi Talise. Hello. Now, we remember you from, we must have had our first interview together about all three, all things Sultry Muse a couple of months ago now, I think. Yeah, we did. It was right before the launch oh, party. Oh, that's right. It was before the launch party, which yes. we went to. That's right. The beautiful orange dress. Yeah, my beautiful. Did you know I actually fell over? I don't know if you ever witnessed that, but I hit the deck in that skin, that oh. dress. Oh, no. Yeah, I was carrying four drinks back on a little tray and was walking towards the girls and I literally went straight up and over. So, um, and I don't wear underwear. So Kiki, oh, who, nice. Kiki who was sitting there was like, I just saw it everything um but she ran I, I know it, and I you know when you hit like I hit it quite hard and you know when you hit the deck and then I laid back and put my head and was like did this really just fucking happen yeah. um so yeah well, it was you're in a room full of amazing women I think it was that if it's gonna happen that's the place for it to happen where yeah. everyone just gets around and picks you up and doesn't talk about it again totally for those that don't know um what sultry muse is do you want to give everyone a bit of an overview of it Yes, for sure. So uh, my business partner, Kat, and I have created a business called Sultry Muse. Um, it is events um, and a community for queer women and non-binary people in our community. Uh, and we created it to create a safe space uh, for women um, to come out and experience if they're bi-curious or if they are out and proud to yeah. find a safe space and find friends or more than friends uh, so in good. a community. Yeah, so we've got we've had our launch party as uh, Nick and I were just talking about uh, a couple of months ago, and we um, have our next event, which is happening in October, which is a Halloween party. Yeah, the Halloween party looks good. I've actually got my son that weekend, and I can't swap it out because there's swaps happening the weekends before, so I'm not able to come to it. But it sounds amazing. Give us the overview. Yeah, so it's down on the Cold Coast at a very beautiful private residence. Awesome. Um, which it's just going to be a super fun like house party. We have some amazing uh, people coming to present. We have uh, a kink corner. Oh, kink corner. Yeah, I saw party. that. That's cool. Yeah. So we have had a few requests from people who want to learn and that was we kind of always try and have something educational at yeah. our events. Yeah. Last one we had Syndra. Yeah. Um, so our kink corner is our education this time and Lani will be presenting that. So going through having little mini sessions learning about um, different uh, areas of kink, which awesome. will be really fun in a safe place. 
Um, we have a tarot card reader. We have some very fiery entertainments, which cool. is very exciting. And it's and, dress up, right? Everyone's can dress. Everyone's dressing oh, up. Oh yes, yeah, oh yes, definitely dress up. We love a good dress up for Halloween. So. Oh, I'm, I'm actually, I love dressing up, and I haven't had a good one in a while, so I'm really due for. And I think I don't know about you, Talise, but I, like, I think everyone's got this inner want to be sexy slutty around halloween like i've always 100%. wanted i've always wanted to do it but i've never done it because of you know the situations i've been in but i would i'm spewing i can't come actually i need to relook at that and see if i can and haven't you yeah. got an event on tonight we do we actually have a lap dance workshop tonight oh, cool. which is very exciting with lani it's a um a joint little joint event with lani awesome. um which is so exciting it's uh, I've done one of her uh, lap dance workshops before, which is why I just definitely wanted that for our little member community. Yeah, so, so cool. very exciting, all about empowerment and confidence. And then we get to leave a little spicy dance to take home. Oh, that's so good. It's awesome. Oh, I hope it goes well tonight. I'm sure it will. Yes, I'm very excited. But yes, you should definitely try and get a sitter and come. Yeah, no, I need to. I, um, yeah, I need to look at that. I really, 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 really would love to come and dress up. Just um, pop him over at my parents. I'm going to get them to look after my kids. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll take take that. And well, I mean, you know what? What's another kid when you've already got a few, right? Exactly. That, that I'm just be like, look, mum, you've got a crash tonight. All yeah, these I know. Women yeah. Sitters, so you're on. Yeah, totally. We just turn up looking like Dracula and Wednesday. <laughs> Actually, it was funny when they had book week. My son went in his Halloween outfit as a skeleton. So, and there was heaps of Wednesdays there. Like there was so oh, many of the girls. I'm my daughter didn't ask she loves Wednesday yeah I've not I've not seen it I've not rewatched oh, so it good. yeah I need to do that all right well today we want to talk about aging and I I don't know where this came from I think oh that's right I I posted a reel on Insty and was like does anyone else does this resonate with anyone who wants to talk about aging and you were like yes I'm keen and so Today, we are just going to have a really casual discussion around aging. So I think it's important that we start with how old you are. I'm, I'm 47. I'm June, so I'm a Gemini. And what's your age, Talise? I am 33, just turned 33, so I'm oh, a Virgo that's baby. that's right. You're a Virgo baby. Cool. You just had your birthday. That's right. I did see that. Yes. I feel, Isn't it funny? We've only met each other once, but I feel like I know you so much more. I know. And this, yeah, constantly this, kind of in conversation, you and I. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so the first question I've got for you, and I'll ask you at first and then I'll give my kind of two bobs worth, like – when were you first aware, at what age were you aware of aging yourself? So from a physical perspective, like at what age can you remember thinking, oh, I'm starting to get a wrinkle or like at what age do you think you became aware of the aging process? I think a lot of that started happening around having kids, I think, yeah. because you start noticing your body changing so much. Mm. And whilst it's not necessarily, I think at that point to do with age, it definitely doesn't help when you yeah are aging and also having babies and then your skin's changing you know your body changes i know that i was one of the luckier women i didn't really get all of the stretch marks on my tummy mm -hmm. from pregnancy however uh my body changes in weight yeah all of the time yes. i have some health conditions who that cause me to put on weight really easy i can't yeah. lose it but then when i do and so I, you know, we have all of those lines yeah, and it's just constantly changing. And then obviously 
you see the younger kids coming up and now they're on social media and you look at that and I'm like, I just didn't look like that at 13. No, not at all. Like no. that's not what I look like. No. And even recently, you know, I've been talking to my partner about getting Botox and yep. I haven't had it yet and I'm like pulling at my skin and I'm like, oh, it's really, I feel like I'm really starting to notice my skin's not as tight as it used to be. Yeah, it's such an it, it, it's such an interesting space because I my mum had me really young. My mum had me at 16 or 17 by the time I was born. And so she was a really young mum. And I can remember being a teenager and her getting around in like short denim shorts and partying. And I can remember thinking, you're too old to wear those. You're too old to wear those. And I think back now, and she would have only been in her mid-30s, right? And she had a smoking hot body. So why why shouldn't she wear cut off denim shorts so I think because I'm that 15 years older than you I was very like I grew up and it was like no no you can't wear that you get to 30 or 40 and you cut your hair into a bob and you have to look a certain way like I was very conditioned I think because of the tv shows I watched like the Brady Bunch and you know it was very much categorized whereas now my opinion on aging and my opinion on everything is do whatever the fuck you want whenever you want as long as you feel good but that's kind of not what i always felt like um but yeah so the so do you think you are you anti-botox or you might get it what's your thoughts on botox oh look <clears throat> i think i've gone through phases where i'm always like you know let yourself age or do what you want but i'm i think i'm at that point in my life where i'm like just do whatever you want if oh, you want absolutely to do it like and i probably will go get some i have a very prominent frown line in the like above my nose yep. it sits there because i just i frown when i concentrate and that doesn't mean i don't love who i am and my body and i think that's totally. what i have to come to terms with yeah but i'm like no like i'm gonna do this because i want to and i feel good yeah and I think uh, very correct in what you're saying and especially becoming a mum where you feel like you have to be so much more conservative. I know, right? Since having kids and it was always that saying, you know, your mum would ask you, oh, do you like, is this mutton dressed as lamb? Yeah, like, <laughs> I that fucking saying. hate that saying. I think it's I, just always stuck in my head. Same. I was like, oh, I'm a mum now. I have to dress like a mum and now now it's funny if like if my partner's like, oh, you look like such a mum today. I was like, oh. Yeah, no, it's like, I get it. It's not what I was going for. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, not the it's look I was going for. quite the opposite for. now. Yes, no, I yeah. totally, totally get it. So let's keep talking about Botox. It's an interesting one. So it didn't really exist like – I think I think my opinion on Botox, it was kind of like what the rich people did back in the day. So it was kind of like what the movie stars did and it used to be like incredibly expensive. So I remember being in my mid-30s and it was definitely – you know, I'm such an opinionated, I was so opinionated back then. And I remember thinking, no, I would never put a needle in my face. Exactly what you're saying. I'm going to age gracefully. Da, 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 da. And then I remember I got super fit. And when I get super fit, I obviously lose weight. And I had such saggy skin and my boobs were always a massive um, trigger for me because they were like empty sacks. And I'd also been pregnant. And so I'd breastfed and they'd gone up, down, up, down, up, down. I, like you, um, avoided the tummy like stretch marks. And I don't know how because I put on 27 kilos. So I have no idea how I avoided those, but I did. But as I approached 40, my partner was then pregnant with our second son and I had lost all this weight and 
I looked really old. In fact, if I was to put a photo up, which I'll do on social media, a photo of me prior, like at 39 to now, I look younger now. And it's purely because of Botox. So I was feeling really wet and I was running at the time. So running just doesn't, I don't know, you just lose weight in different places and you just look quite sunken because I wasn't working out with weights or anything like that. So I decided at my 40th birthday that I would go and get Botox. Um, And I started with the frown line and the forehead and now I get it slightly down my crow's feet. So I've been getting it for seven years and I get it every four months and I love it, you know, and I definitely, you know, anyone that knows my age can tell immediately I've got it. I'm so fine with it. I fly the Botox flag. My family gave me a lot of slack for it, which was, um, yeah, like my mum always shames me. Like we were at a wedding recently and it was like a year ago and someone said, oh, Nikki, you look amazing. And my mum's like, she's full of Botox, you know, like just finds the need to tell everyone. I'm like, mum, do you have to? Like I'm not hiding it. Like if someone asks me, I tell them. Um, but I, I firmly believe if it makes you feel good, then you should do it. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, if I wasn't looking at all of the people with all of the airbrushing and living in the world that we're living in, I probably wouldn't feel the need to do it right. So I'm certainly aware that I'm massively influenced from that perspective. Um, do you feel influenced by all of those aspects? Yeah, I think um, I think I used to a lot more. Yeah. Nowadays, I think I look at people, and because I know it's all airbrushed, mm. I feel like I have less pressure on myself. Like I know how many people are here using apps and I know, right? filters to change. You know, I was laughing the other day. I put a filter on Instagram. Um, sorry, Snapchat, and I was like, I literally look like every girl on Instagram and, tic- and TikTok right, right now, now. Like, yeah. because they're all got the same filter yeah, on and I know. Have these eyes and the brows and the teeth and yeah and I'm like ah oh, you know I don't I think as well having a daughter yeah definitely changed my perspective yeah, I reckon it would too for sure because I look at that and I'm like that's not reality yeah and having a daughter now I know that I can't pick and prod at myself in the mirror because yeah I grew up that because that's what my mum had grown up about and it was like suck your stomach in or she's going on a diet or my grandma's on a diet mm. or we're always picking your product. And that made me so aware mm. of my body and my weight and the way I looked. Yeah. And that has been a generational thing for all of us. Yeah. And now we can break that mm. for our kids and it not be about looks and it not be about your weight or your body or so now when we like we're really conscious in our house that we give compliments that not mm. aren't necessarily about body or yes that we're not saying you look really pretty or beautiful just because you put makeup and a pretty dress on yes yeah, and, 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 like, and, and I think a lot of people are doing that now which I think is great especially with young kids like it's like you've got to you know wow that was a really nice thing that you did instead of constantly and I'm I'm at the moment physically aware of doing that because my youngest son he's six he at the moment um you know it started as a joke in the shower like mom look how fat your belly's getting and and i i'm at my my i've dropped a little bit now but i've been at my heaviest weight the last 12 months and i'm obviously self-conscious of it it's kind of the one area i've never really I go through stages where I'm like, just accept it. And I've got medical issues at the moment as well. Like I've been eating so strict for the last, 
three months, which would normally see me lose weight really quickly. Um, but with everything that I've got going on health-wise, it's just not falling off. And I, I this morning he said something like, your bum's so big, you aren't going to fit through, I don't know, through the gap near where the, the um, kitchen bench is. And I'm like, mate, you can't say that. And he's like, what, what? I'm like, you can't say that to mum. Like, that makes me feel bad. Like, you know that I'm not comfortable and I've been walking and not eating all the bad foods and stuff. And like, you've got to be, you know, and it's just amazing how quickly they just adopt that same expectation. Like my, uh, my eldest son, he's 18 in, in next weekend. And he goes to the gym six times a week. Um, he always grew up a really scrawny kind of looking, um, like really thin and, you know, did never had any weight on him. And now he's obsessed about his body. And like, he's constantly looking at the way he looks. Like it's all about, mum, look at this, look at this, look at my muscle now and take it, you know. And, and I sit back and go, wow, like I just, I never thought he would get to this space because he just did not care. Um, and yet here he is um, and he's got a girlfriend and she's absolutely beautiful and yeah, and it's not a, so much an age thing, but there's definitely an obsession around what they look like. And yeah, and, and look, I definitely would have contributed to that because they've watched me, they've watched me go on about, you know, not so much now, but I've, I used to, you know, I'm so fat and I would say it in front of them, which if I had my time over, I would never do that again. I would never body shame myself in front of them. But I think going back 15 years, it kind of wasn't as educated as what exactly. we are now, you know. Yeah, I think it's it's hard. Like obviously now because we're more educated about it, I can make those decisions and those changes for my kids Yeah, because absolutely. we're more aware of the effects that it has on us. Yeah, And, you know, even with my kids, like my youngest, he's just about to turn four and he came home a few months ago and said that one of the kids made fun of him for his curly hair. Yeah, right. Just, like, just... What? Like, we're at daycare. Like, yeah. they didn't want to play with me because I have funny hair. And I was like. And how old's your, old your little girl, Talise? She's six. She's six. Okay, so she's the same and age she, as my little one. Yeah. Yeah, and she's very impressionable. And, yeah. you know, she's like, oh, do I look pretty? Like, has to put a dress on. And I was like, babe, you don't, you're like, you don't have to wear that you know or when we're talking about putting makeup on I say you know I don't need it but I like it because mm. it's fun and it's art and yeah like for us like the words fat and ugly and dumb are actually swear words in our house that's like, a great one yeah that's you want to say fuck context I don't care like yep. that you're not hurting anyone as long as you're not swearing at anyone yeah go for gold but yeah that's and nice they're very, we're like stu oh, stupid yeah fat ugly and dumb are all swear words in our house and they know that they're not allowed to say it. That's so good. I like that. So it's just, I think it's just being aware of things and, um, yeah, just not doing the things that I think we took in Yeah. because now we're more aware of it in the last, probably in the last, last you know, three to four years. Yeah, absolutely. You know, same as looking in magazines where we're actually putting all different types of people and bodies mm. in, in uh, modelling and, you know, trying to be more inclusive of yeah. things. And I think, I think, I think there's a, I think there's a big shift. Like I think in the last two years, you know, from a media perspective, there is a big shift. And I think a lot of the heroes have grown with us. So the people I grew up with, you know, like oh, I don't want to use Gwyneth Paltrow. That's a really bad example, but Julia Roberts <laughs> and like all of these people, like they're now, you know, in their mid fifties and, um, and they come out without makeup on and they talk about mm -hmm. it and they, you know, like, 
I think there's a, a much um, bigger movement like Adele. Adele's another one who's really vocal and she's copped a lot of slack from, you know, losing weight, but she shows up and she has those, you know, Drew Barrymore's another huge, um, huge mm-hmm. fan. And so these women are women I grew up with and are probably like four to five years older than me. And I think that they're doing a really good thing of, you know, speaking about these things. But then when you look at the teenagers, I've got a lot of girlfriends with teenage girls and, you know, a lot of them, unless they're they're either sport obsessed and then they don't give a fuck or they're obsessed with what they look like. It's kind of, you know, and I'm not seeing, and and I don't have a girl, so I don't understand, but I look at it and think, fuck, you know, I desperately wanted a girl, but I do think now that I don't have one that the boys are far easier. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of terrifying watching like and having to be so aware and then being very careful and making sure that she's not putting so much pressure on herself but also like you've got to be aware that they're not putting pressure on other people. Like it's yeah. like goes both ways and just being super aware that, you know, your kid isn't perfect, no one's kid is. No. And as long as you can catch anything before it happens. Yeah, totally. But even it's funny, like, when you're saying with the people that we've grown up with, I was saying this to Sam the other day, it's so weird when you've seen people that I guess we're so used to seeing on TV look a certain way. I know, right? Now you're seeing them old and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, actors don't age. Like, Yeah, totally. They actually look old and you're like, oh, wow, like, this is a really weird age to be in. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally, totally. Old. Yeah, the movie star thing. You're so right. Um, Kate Winslet is another one. I think it was her reel that I posted and she is so vocal and she shows up now without makeup, talks about what she has Botox when she hasn't. Drew Barrymore, I don't think's had it. And Drew Barrymore and I are the same age. P.S. She's my um, she's my pass out. Um, oh, yeah, I love Drew. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. And so I look at her when I watch, you know, I don't watch her show so much, but I watch her through social media and for a movie star, I find myself going, yeah, you could definitely have Botox and you would look younger. And she's made a decision not to. And I'm so glad for her that she's not because she looks the age that she should look. Whereas I, you know, I I look at it in the mirror now and my biggest fear is, and I'm probably got a bit of shame. I don't know if I've got shame around it, but I, I'm, I'm saying out loud to people a lot recently, I'm pushing 50. And I'm like, why do you feel like you have to say it, Nikki? Mm. But I do. I'm I'm finding myself, and especially being single, like there's I've got a massive amount of shame around. I didn't intend to be 47, single, queer, and have two children to two different people. Like this was not the plan, right? And so I mean, does anything ever go to plan though? No, it doesn't. It's so <laughs> it it doesn't. But I definitely I think when I go out and socialize, I you know, I do when I when I talk about that, I definitely don't feel the level of confidence I should. Like if I'm meeting someone new, I, I'm not on dating apps, but if I was meeting someone I do, I'm like, oh yeah, I've got two lives and da 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 da. And I do, I feel a little bit of shame around it. And I think part of me doesn't, but then that still ego kind of, you know, kind of slides in. Um but yes. We get to a certain age where I know you have shame about this, but it's also good to think like, do people, uh, the people are you meeting, 
do they expect you at your age not to have had a life? Yeah, you're right. You're 100 percent right. It's all my stuff. 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but no, I think no, you yeah. do put pressure. Even at me, at like third, like when I met Sam at 30, I was so shocked that she was okay that I had kids and blah blah mm. blah. And I was like, yeah, but I'm 30. Like, yes, some people at 30 are still living at home, going out, partying, but also the other half of us have had kids, married, houses, mm. all of this stuff. So we have to have had a life at some point. Yeah. And if people don't accept that, then they obviously are not the person for you because at, at this, you know, 30 and onwards, we've ha- we've got, we come with bags. Like yeah, of course. we come with a few bags. <laughs> yeah, of course. I think what, what, what are you, like for you right now in the world, like, what do you struggle with most about aging? Like, what's your, like, is there something where you're like, is it more the physical? Is there emotion around it? Like, what for you, is it something that you consciously think about? Clothing, like, what what comes up for you when you think about it for yourself? Yeah, I think physically I'm probably the most confident I've ever been. That's great. With my body and being okay with it yep. and understanding it, especially, like, with my health conditions, mm-hmm. Um I have a couple of them yeah. and whilst some days I get really upset about them that my body just doesn't work the way other people's does, mm. um, I'm also more aware of it and giving myself a bit of a break and being more understanding of myself yeah. and knowing that I'm not going to have this body type that I thought I would have one day. Like yeah. it's it's not mine and it's instead I'm embracing like the parts of me that I really love mm-hmm. and I think for me, aging is just, it's that, it's that really awkward age in your mid-30s where you're like, should I be more successful? Should I be doing more? Should I be doing less <laughs> yeah. so that I can spend time with my kids? Yeah. Where I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm in go, go, go mode. Like yeah. I've discovered that I really love starting businesses and this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, And I want to create this life, but I it also scares me because I am getting older and I'm like my kids are getting older and they're not mm. babies anymore and it's it's this like fine line of where do I keep going or where do I stop mm, yeah definitely like smell the roses kind of thing yeah no definitely I think yeah I, I totally relate to that I think my um I went hard career-wise until 18 months ago when I decided to work for myself and I just became obsessed with money and it wasn't so much money as in it was more back then I was validated by having a good job and that's what made me feel good. And so, you know, and I definitely loved what I did. Don't get me wrong. I was very successful and was a great leader. And I, you know, I've now gone out on my own and that, you know, has come with its own challenges. Number one, I've built a lifestyle around earning a certain level of money and I don't earn it now. So (laughs) there was, there was challenge number one and now I'm single. But I think for me, my biggest thing with aging, I, I feel like I'm really comfortable that I haven't found unconditional love yet and that's exciting for me. So Mm -hmm. from that perspective, I feel good about it um, because I thought I had it and then I didn't with my ex-partner. But now I'm kind of like, I don't think I've had my best sex yet. Like I think that, you know, the best sex I've ever had and, you know, in terms of the feelings and the intimacy and those types of things was with, was, was with someone I've met in the last sort of two years. It didn't yeah. work out, but sexually it was phenomenal. But I think 
that makes me excited um mm. you know and i do you know like you i've never been more comfortable i've never been more comfortable with loving myself i've definitely not 100 percent comfortable within my skin just because i'm carrying that little bit of extra weight but at the same yeah. time you know i'll give it six or 12 months and keep doing what i'm doing and this might be the weight that my body's now happy at you know at 50 yeah. and you know i've been going through perimenopause as well so that's just a whole nother fucking like ball game um but yeah i think you know i used to think like in terms of like what you wear and all those types of things my opinion on that is so different like i absolutely own that i would have been like oh you can't wear that you know you're too old for that but mm -hmm. i worked in the surf industry for 10 15 years and it kept me really young working in fashion is really good for keeping you really youthful and so now i'm like well if everyone's wearing crocs i'm wearing crocs like i love a trend i love jumping on <laughs> you know what everyone's oh doing Sam bloody loves crocs yeah and so i think i think the thing the thing that I'm most afraid of, and I don't know if afraid is the right word, most probably most aware of is age gap between the person I meet. So if mm. I'm to be really honest, it's like I'm not in the dating game at the moment and if I met someone, great, but I'm certainly not, I mean, I'm not going, I don't leave the house essentially, so I don't know where I'm going to meet them. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's probably the only thing that I'm aware of is it's like how old will they be and what will they do and you know those types of things because I think you know a lot of the women I'm attracted to are, are, are a lot younger than me you know yeah. and that kind of makes me yeah I don't have shame around it um you know but I've got kind of like you know, I don't necessarily want to hook up with someone that's got lots of young children or, you know, I'm not open to being with someone that wants to have a baby. Like, you know, I'm, I am pushing 50 and that's the reality of it. And I do have a list of things that are appropriate for me. So I, I think what I'm trying to say is I'm just, I suppose I run a bit of fear around, is she going to be out there? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like how do I meet her and what is that going to look like? And I think, this year, my goal was to say yes to more events and things. And that's obviously, I went to your opening night mm -hmm. and I've gone to, a, you know, a heap of other things. I did in Lightman in the bedroom. I'm, I'm going to another event that Sam's putting on. And so I'm definitely putting myself into more of those types of spaces. One, because I want to meet more like-minded people. And two, eventually, you know, I do want to find a partner. I don't necessarily want to shack up with them overnight, but you know, I'm definitely open to love. So I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we had a little tech issue there. What were you going to say, Talise? Um, I think it's like what you said before, whereas we get to this age and it's not where we thought we were going to be. Yes. And I think putting a lot of that pressure on yourself, it was the same, you know, with me at 30 where I was separating i had everything i thought i ever wanted and the next minute you know like i'm separating from my husband i've come out i'm getting into a relationship with a woman and i even said this like i'm doing all of these things now in my life that i never in a million years i know would right i would have ever done and i, I look back and i'm like this is wild it is like, wild these are, these are thoughts i had but never thought would be possible yeah like I'm running businesses. I'm in a the most amazing communication bubble that I've ever been in, and yeah. love and understanding and adult relationships. And 
you know, I have someone who sits here and is like, you need to just go out and experience all of these things. How awesome is that? And that I can come home to. But then people like when I first separated from my husband, they're like, oh, but you have the perfect life, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, what am I doing with myself? Mm. And I think it, it does come back to that. Holy shit. Like I am 30 where I should be settled and ready to live the rest of my life with this person. Mm. And I'm walking away from it. Yeah. And that all comes back to expectation again, doesn't it? Right. It all comes back to the, and, and this is probably the downside. Like I'm a huge goal setter and I, you know, at the beginning, usually I do it around my birthday and I'm, you know, I wanted to retire by the time I was 50, you know, and I set all these massive goals and I wanted to earn a hundred grand. Then I wanted to earn 200 grand. Then I wanted to have a house on the water. And those goals have made me really successful. Right. And I'm not here dishing, having goals, but at the same time, now I've just got a such a more fluid, like now I'm just so much more open, you know, like just things like I'm about to move into my own apartment that been getting built for the last two and a half years. And I, I catch myself saying, I'm moving into my forever home. Well, this will be the fucking eighth forever home I've ever moved <laughs> into, right? And yeah. it's like, this is mine. No one else's name's going on and I'm never going to share money with anyone again. I'm never this. And it's like, Nikki, stop saying the sweeping statements because the reality is you just don't know like my eldest son's going to be out and then it's just me and my smallest son and the truth is you know what's to say I don't earn more money and move again you know and I think I think sometimes now I try you know I, I did a talk just recently at um in light in the bedroom around not fitting in a box and I've just had to recently accept I don't fit in one. I don't fit in a box. I don't fit in, you know, I'm and it's been. either that there, people shouldn't be in boxes. No, and boxes it's been really hard. Yeah, yeah, it's been really hard. And I think for me, age has been a box. Um, and yeah. certainly for my family, like, oh, Nikki, you can't, you know, you can't do that. And, you know, even when I go out, like even when I go out and drink, I'm kind of like I go out and drink and have fun and then I get mm-hmm. to a point where I'm like, okay, go home now. Like you need to go home. <laughs> now and it's like but if you're having a good fucking time who cares but it's again when people say that like you can't do that and I'm like yeah why exactly uh uh uh, because your age what has age got to do with what I can and can't do if I'm having fun absolutely you put put it back on people why yeah they've got nothing they've got no reasoning it's just because that's what society has said you should be doing if you're a mom or if you're 50 or if you're 30 like at what point do we just say fuck society and like do what we want because it feels right yeah and look you know and I've done that I've I've said that now and I'm living this fluid authentic life where I'm having threesomes and sharing them on the podcast and you know I love that I recently got I recently got attracted to a guy which is just like the most strangest thing to ever have happened to me in the last like I mean, I haven't looked. I haven't looked at a guy since I was like eighteen, to be really yeah. honest. Even though I married one, I wasn't ever. And so all these things are going on, and it's kind of like, oh, hang on a second, that's not the box I was sitting in, or that's not what mm-hmm. was okay. And so I'm trying to just have such an open mind to all of it, and I find myself the women and the people that I'm attracting and hanging out with are by nature slightly younger because I feel like like my older friends that I've been friends with forever, they have the traditional tick, box, house, kids, mm-hmm. tick, 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 whereas yeah. I don't have any of that, you know. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when I talk to them, they're like, oh, my God, I don't know how you're doing it. And it's like, well, I don't know how you go out now. It's like, well, I go out three or four times a year. 
What yeah. what else do I fucking do? Like oh, I'm by I, myself. I questions so uncomfortable when people Same. ask me that. I'm like, how are you doing this? Or like, oh my god, it's like, and and whilst I think you know they might be saying it in a like as a compliment, I actually find it really uncomfortable. I do too. To yeah, I do like, too. I don't know. I just I just do it. That's the way my brain works. And yeah. Now I feel like I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, but... I I get it a lot, especially from my like most of my my friends from high school and stuff. They're beautiful. They're my best friends, but they're all straight and they're very hetero and they've done all the box ticking. And they're in Melbourne. I don't see them very often, but I know that they look at my lifestyle and they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're doing that and you're doing this." And it's like, well, hey. I didn't want to be single at 47 like this wasn't the plan but this is where i found myself and so this is what i'm gonna do you know yeah. <laughs> um you know and i know my family i'm not close with them anyway my mum's actually up next week um which will be really interesting because i'm so open with her now i'm i will be like oh i've she, you know she'll say you're seeing anyone oh yeah no i had sex with such and so oh nikki i don't need to know that i'm kind of like well like you asked, like now I just yeah. now I just like, say it. What are we supposed to like blur things to make other people uncomfortable? Yeah. I think that's a, again something that I'm probably struggling with at the moment. I've been working on like a new offering for people with for what I want to do, yeah. and I'm really struggling with what I should and shouldn't share because I'm worried it might trigger people or yeah. like not trigger people in like um like an unhealthy mental health way but like as in people I'm worried what people might say about it yeah got like, it. Oh, you're making gay your whole personality now like yeah, totally whoop did we know you came out three years ago like yeah. now you're talking about it all the time or you want to help other people come out like not everyone's gay to least like yeah yeah and it's just it's obviously I know it's a story I'm telling myself but and I know I'm trying to be the person that I wanted Yes. to find yes. when I was going through it. Yeah, like, totally. I want to give people support, but at the same time I'm so worried about the people. And it's funny, the people I'm worried about aren't even the people I'm going to help. Correct. Correct. And I'm like, oh, I've got, I've got to start a new Instagram because the people on my Instagram are really like a lot of my friends <gasps> and I'm worried what they might think. Yeah. And I'm like. At the same time, I woke up this morning. I'm like, why? Why do I care so much? Yeah, you know what? People who probably aren't even watching my stories or reading my shit. Yeah, and that's just that's an evolution of growth. Like I went through all of that when I kind of became like when I broke up from my relationship and things didn't work, and I isolated myself for that year. And I'd already been out for a long time, but when I decided, you know, I'd been when I decided to take to social media, start a podcast, start talking about it, you know, I openly said that my wife, my ex-wife had an affair on me and people were kind of like, you know, I painted artworks. One of them was called the cunt series. And like, I really fucking went hard. Right. And I was like, I had to get to a point where I did not care what they thought. And the yeah. truth was as a creative artist, which you are like, that's how we share. That's how we heal. That's how we do what we're doing, right? And so it's no different to writing a song that then becomes famous, right? So for yeah, me, true. you know, for me, it's like this is your outlet. This is your business. And, yeah, I, I just want to encourage you to care less because the truth is it's not your business what they're thinking about you. Like it's not your concern. Um, yeah. And it doesn't matter what you do. People will have an opinion anyway. So when I had – all the things and was ticking all the boxes, I was like, oh, it's, you know, I, I didn't, no one actually said this, but I 
always felt, well, my family did. They're kind of like, oh, you wouldn't know because you're so wealthy and you go overseas and you've got this and, you know, you get to do that. And, you know, I was kind of shamed for having that life. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of fucked if you do and you fucked if you don't. So, (laughs) you know, the only person that you need to feel comfortable with and that you have control over is yourself. And one of the things I did just as a bit of a, like a help for you is I, I, anyone on my Instagram, when I first went and grew my art business, anyone that was on there that wasn't going to buy art which was my friends from victoria or you know i just i just got rid of them i just blocked them i just took them off there and they were none the wiser right because they're not looking at my artwork wanting to sell it um wanting to buy it and so i don't think there's any shame in getting rid of them you know and and even partners like when i had my art business my partner was like oh such and such said that you shared this on instagram this was when we were together i'm like yeah and she's like oh be careful and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. See, I think like I'm so lucky with that. I was even having a conversation with Sam the other day and we have been like, I guess, exploring some new things within our relationship. Yeah. And she's like, oh, like, are you going to talk about it with people? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I'm really, mm. I don't know if people understand. I think they'll be really judgmental. She was like, yeah, but it's part of who you are and who, who fucking cares. Who gives a shit, yeah. Like she's so, she's so like, and, I, you know, I always check in with her. I'm like, was that okay to share? And she's like, if it's about you, like, you share what you want. Yeah, that's so nice. She's so like, good. you post whatever you want. Like yeah. we're, we're both very much like that. I don't own her. She doesn't own me. You know, we're in this as a partnership. Yeah. We're our own people. Yeah, how lovely. That's so lovely. And, yeah, and I think it's just that even she's teaching me that kind of stuff where she's like, just tell people. If you want to tell people, like, tell them. It might help someone. Mm. I've got a question for you, Talise. In terms of, do you mind if I ask how old your partner is? Is there a big gap between you guys either way? No, she's 35. Okay, so that's a nice 36, little. 36, actually, sorry. She just turned 36. Yeah, nice little, a nice little close age gap. One mm. of the things that I'm curious at is have you got, like, are you someone that has an age outlook? Like, by the time I'm here, I want to do this. Like, is that something you've ever done? Yeah, always. Yeah, like, right. Growing up, it was that, like, by... 25 I want to be married with a house and then before 30 I'm going to have my three kids and then <laughs> like I'm going to be this stay-at-home mom and like my husband's going to be like it, I had it had it all out to the second yeah and even like my mom knew that and I fell pregnant out of wedlock yeah and she knew that I had this plan and she was like we can get you married like, <laughs> and, do a quick and I was like oh mom like it, it's fine honestly like I'm not getting married while I'm pregnant like yeah it's fine and she's like but it wasn't part of your plan I was like oh I know it wasn't part of my plan yeah. like but I think as soon as that happened I really realized that plans are fun and all and they're good to have them but a lot of things don't go to plan no they don't <laughs> no they don't no it's so yeah and it's the same with me now like I I don't have it anymore like I don't like I wanted to retire at 50 now that I work for myself I will probably keep doing this indefinitely you know and so creating art is something I want to do forever Mm -hmm. I think that you know I'm about to be back in debt again at the moment I'm in debt anyway because I'm renting it's so expensive but (laughs) I'm about to go back into a whole heap of debt in my apartment and that you know I'm back in the same amount of debt that I was in 10-15 years ago and because I'm single it's kind of like fuck okay and at first that was really hard for me because I 
had kind of worked so hard to get to a point where there was two of us working so even though we had this big debt it was okay because it was going to get paid off in a certain amount of years whereas now I'm taking it on alone but now I'm like excited I'm like fuck who gives a shit like I don't care if I'm paying a mortgage off at 55 or 56 or 60 and if I have to go and do something else to pay that off then so be it but that's just not like the conditioning that I gave myself was so much stricter than that whereas now I'm like whatever you know I already know what I want to look like when I'm like 65 like I want to have like I want my hair to go full I hope it goes full gray my mum's got really nice white full gray hair and I want to have like the mo not the mohawk but like the big poof at the top and then have it all you know shaved at the sides and I want to be that funky kind of gray head looking you know and, and I'm not afraid of that like I'm not afraid of any of that I feel like I don't know. I feel like from a physical looking perspective, I'm kind of comfortable being 60 onwards. Whereas at the moment I feel like I'm in a bit of a weird mm. space. Like I went and tried an outfit on um, just recently and it was a two piece set. Now you only saw like an inch and a half maybe of my skin, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, you can't wear a two piece set. Like it was, and it was actually really nice. Like it was a ruffle skirt. It was in Cuba. It was a really nice outfit, but I could, I didn't buy it. There was something mentally stopping me from showing my midriff at pushing 50. And it's like, for fuck's sake, Nick. Like yeah. when I see a woman, like when I see a woman that's slightly older and they're in bright colors or they're. Oh, I oh, love it. Same. I fucking I'm love like, it oh so my God, much. That is like goals for me and it's hard like my mom has aged so well like has she yeah right and people look at her and they're like oh my god like when I compare her to photos of other people that are the same age I'm yeah. like there's no like there's no chance she looks the same age as them yeah right and so and she dresses well she looks good she's always looked after her skin like just all the things. Yeah. You're like, shit, I hope I look like that. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. You know, it's funny. My nan's my mentor in life and she, her and I, it's so interesting. Like she, I've got the same physical body as her, small waist, massive bum, and now I've even got the tummy and, you know, we've just got the same physique. And I have literally, she's 86 now, and I have watched her her whole life. She's a real sugar freak just like me. Oh, I better not have that chocolate eclair. I'm so naughty. I've got to lose five kilos. And now she's probably the heaviest weight she's ever been. But even now when I see her, oh, I've been a bit naughty. I had ice cream last night. I'm like, that is not going to be me. I am not going to be shaming myself in my 80s. And so even though I've put weight on recently, I have only in the last few months recently shamed myself. But for the last two years, you know, but I say things like I moved to Rabina and got put my fat suit on, you know, like because I moved here after the breakup of my relationship. And I shouldn't say that about myself because the yeah. truth is I've never been emotionally happier. My mental health has never been better. I've actually, I actually do love who I am. I love my own space now. Like I couldn't, you couldn't put a price on mm -hmm. the last 18 months to two years for me in terms of my own self-development. And in reality, I learned, as you know, as a mum, you can't do it all. I couldn't get myself mentally right, start a business, be a mum and keep my body 
the way it was. Like I couldn't fit it all in now, <laughs> you know, whereas now I've kind of like I'm not as obsessive and I've plateaued out and I don't have, you know, I was having counselling like every other day and, you know, there was all these things that I was doing to get myself right, whereas now I've kind of got the capacity to fall back into having a good routine and, you know, caring enough about what goes in my mouth. But, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. But you, it is funny how you grow I do think you grow into your parents. So if your mum's looking good, that's a great sign for you. Oh, it's funny though because my body type is so my dad's side of the family. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Same. Yeah, right. But I think I'm conscious of that in a like accepting healthy way. Yeah. Um, But it's funny because also like my partner, she literally like at 36, she still gets ID. She cannot go to the bottle shop without ID. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. That and then so I get cute. offended because they don't want to see my ID. Yeah, right. And I'm like, but she's older than me. And I have this conversation with people at the bottle shop. And I'm like, yeah, but she's older than me. Do you want to see my ID? And they're like, that's no, good. <laughs> and I have to tell myself, it's like, oh, I'm fine. I've got like tattoos, that, like visible tattoos that yeah. they can see. Like obviously I have to be of age. Yeah. And, yeah, so she's 36. She's half Filipino. So she has the most – she like goes to bed, does no skin, has yeah, no skin care. Doesn't that shit you? Yeah. Can go to bed with makeup, wake up fine, and I have this like whole thing I've got to do before bed. Yep. Yeah. Well, I tell you one of the, this is one of the things, um, one of the points my nan said to me my whole life, and I, I didn't do it vigilantly, and I've got to say for anyone that's listening to this, and this is for you as well, Talise, because you're younger, is fucking moisturize your neck, right? So my nan yes. always said to me, whatever you do to your face, do to your neck. And I never did it, right? I never did it. And subsequently now my face has obviously got Botox in it, but I care for it, right? I do all the things and I've got really good skin on my face, but my neck and my chest where I've yeah, just been some, yeah, my decolletage is fucking destroyed. And I've also got a lot of pigmentation. And it's mm. funny because I saw a friend of mine who is my old neighbor just recently and she looks amazing like she's absolutely beautiful never had botox just got the most beautiful like lifelines and i think she'd be about 65 but i looked at her neck and it was like her neck looked like she was 90 you know mm. and i'm like fuck everyone out there fucking whatever you do to your face do to your neck do it to your neck it do it is, to your it's neck. like that forgotten bit like we you know moisturize our body and then we moisturize our face and there's just this little bit of area on our I know, we don't. I know, I ignored it. Yeah, (laughs) and you can't hide it, right? Like depending on what you wear, you just, there's certain things. it's like the one bit of skin that's kind of always out. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. And I'm not, uh, turtlenecks aren't aren't for me. No, turtlenecks aren't for me either. My face is too round for a turtleneck, so I can't. I can't wear a turtleneck. I've got to make it pretty. <laughs> oh, I agree. All right, let's come back and talk about our points for our tips for everyone. Oh, if I could tell my younger self now, I would definitely, I would have put more sunscreen on my chest. I still would have sunbaked like I did. I And I sunbaked a lot when I was younger, but I, I mean, I've, and then I, I fake tan now once a week and that makes me feel good. I did it today, actually. God, it makes you feel better. I did it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you did it yesterday. It really, week, I love it. It does. It really makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. But to anyone that's listening that's younger, moisturize your freaking neck and make sure you, you know, like I would have worn now if I had my time over swimmers that covered my decolletage. That's what I would wear. Like it's, I don't now because it's kind of too late. The damage is done, but that's what I wished I had done. What about for you? What are some of the lessons around aging that you want to tell others? 
Yeah, I think for me, I mean, I'm my skin's very prone to skin cancers. So whilst tanning is fun, if you know that it's in your family, like fake, fake, fake it till you make it. Babe. Absolutely, like, yeah. Fake tan, it's good, and get a good one, not yep. bad, because some of them are actually full of hormones and can actually do more damage can to your body. Can they really? So, yes, there are things in it that can affect. Oh, your I hormones. hope it's not Bondi Sands because I've been no, using they that are forever. The good ones. Okay, great. The Bondi Sands is good; they don't have it in it. Great. So make sure you do your research on that, um, and just like do whatever the fuck you want. I like, know, right? I think it's. I spent so much of my life doing what society told me I had to do, mm. and being with the person they said and the gender and the life and building all of that that now at 30 i'm making up for lost time yeah, totally and so just don't wait for that like do what you want yeah. you know especially leaving school everyone puts so much pressure on you to know exactly what you want to do I with know. your life take a gap year don't put exactly. yourself in debt at uni for doing something that someone told you how yeah, to do i totally no agree yeah i agree and i i also think as well it's like as someone you know like support others that are out there starting again like i work mm -hmm. with a lot of women in a coat from a coaching capacity and some of them are in their 40s 50s i've got a client in the 60s and they're potentially wanting to break up with their partner or they want to go to a sex party or they might think they're gay or whatever and yes. you do know it. like fucking do it because the reality is even if you even if the last 20 30 years of your life end up being the best of your life it's still 20 30 years right like i don't yep. think yeah i i and so for it's never too late no it's never never too late so even though i am 47 there's nothing i wouldn't tr like i still have a list of things i want to try and mm -hmm. i won't let age stop me mm -hmm. um in fact if anything it's probably motivating me because i'm like fuck yeah how you know empowering to do that um and same with fashion if you want to fucking wear it wear it you know oh. I feel like I wear less clothes now in my 30s than I did in my 20s. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I don't. Just, at the moment, I, I never wear... used to wear shorts. I would not wear shorts. Isn't that funny? Up until the last 12 months, I started wearing shorts again. I hated my legs. I still don't love them, but I would not wear shorts, like denim shorts. They, yeah. I had to be skirt because I hated the inside of my legs and wear the shorts i know wear the fucking no shorts one's and looking no at one's them. looking at them this is the thing we all think everyone's looking at us but the sad yeah. thing is they're all looking at themselves right and yeah. i talk about this in the theory i launched it's not your fucking concern what people think of you mm -hmm. and if someone does say jesus christ she's a bit old wearing that that's her issue right that's her yep. problem um you know anyone that has an opinion on you know what someone does or you know that's it that that's their shadow right that's their fucking mm -hmm. concern that's, i love that it's it's similar to something as my psychologist would say to me at the beginning so everyone has a monkey that sits on the shoulder yeah totally and if someone tries to give you their monkey it's not your responsibility to yeah. take care of the monkey like it's theirs give it back yeah totally and even and, and one of the things that i practice is if someone does trigger me like we're all you know we're not perfect humans right like mm. if i look at something on instagram or if i see someone and if i judge them in my own mind like i wouldn't outwardly judge them now like i used to years ago but if i looked at them i'm trying to think of an example let's just say the way someone looked or okay britney spears is an example i judge her all the time right i watch <laughs> her crazy dancing and da 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 and i'm like you know, and I'm like, fuck, Brittany always makes me feel somewhat normal because she's so, seems so crazy. And then I stop and go, Nikki, she was fed all those fucking mm -hmm. drugs and she was in, you know, like 
if everyone could just be fucking kinder because no one knows why everyone is doing what they're doing and landed where they landed and so it's like just fucking lead with love people you know everyone's doing the best that they fucking can and you know i'm i'm a different person now like i remember in my 30s i would say people don't change leopards don't change their spots now i'm like i fucking did I am a completely different person. I've still got a similar personality, but my core belief system is very, very different now to what it was. And I think that's one of the messages I want to get across to all of our listeners is you are never too old to learn, right? If you think, like my mum always says and has been saying for 10 years, oh, you know, I'll take that to the grave now. It's like, but you don't have to. You could go to therapy yeah. now. You don't have to. Exactly. Oh, my dad, you know, oh my, my, God. my, my, you know what, you know what, my. for the older generation. Yeah, you're older like, oh, you know. <laughs> I know, but then like my mum will say, well, in our generation, we didn't talk about it. Yeah, I know. And even in mine, we didn't, but I did. But now you can, you know. Yep. So do it. So, so do it. Late. Why not enjoy the last 20 years of your life being happy and not depressed and oh i know right stressed and anxious all the time just because someone told you you had to like yeah you can learn so school. much from looking at your parents and looking at what you oh. don't want because i broke the mold like i definitely i definitely stopped generational yep. trauma and you know both my brother and i did like we are we own our shit we've seen mm -hmm. psychologists we've you know and my mom's not she's just a professional blocker and it's yep. um it makes for interesting. It's going to be an interesting week next week when she lands. I should get on the podcast. It'd be so fucking funny. Yeah. No, oh. I definitely get that. I definitely, I think I'm that one in my family. And I'm like, I don't like this. I'm not going to do it. Or I'm like, I need therapy. I'm going to go. And yeah. I if just... I'm not good at something, I'm immediately like, oh, I need to understand that more. Like at mm -hmm. the moment, like I, you know, when I went into my spiritual realm, like I've been learning about breath work and sound healing. And now I want to go deeper. I want to do micro dosing. Like I really want to learn about healing the final parts of my own trauma. And this is yeah. something that I'm now researching and looking into. And I love that about me, which oh, I was I shamed I about people, I reckon people roll their eyes at me sometimes. They're like, oh, what are you doing now? Correct. Like, Cause you're on a bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. My friends do too. What is she on yeah. now? But I love it. And, and I was yeah. shamed about that. And I think fucking good on you Talise for being curious and trying the next thing like I think the world needs people like us because if they didn't have us then they'd all just be sitting there fucking stagnant right but you know what like that does to people like us is that we're so open we're so our minds are so open to anything that people come to us with and talk to us and that's why like so many of my friends come to me and they're like I need to tell you this please totally. don't judge me I'm like I'm not here to judge you totally like, you talk to me about it talk to me about it I'm not going to judge you for it yeah I might tell you that you're an idiot and you probably yeah. shouldn't do that because yeah. I'm going to give you honest advice. Yeah. But we're all human. We all make mistakes. We yes. all do dumb shit in our life. Yeah. You're that friend. I'm that friend too. Yeah. Um, like nothing people yeah. can say of me shocks me. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. I, my friends could come to me and be like, I've murdered someone. I'd be like, oh, well, here we go. Let's go fix it. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. <laughs> Loz is my girlfriend that's that. Like I can go to her with like when I was like, I go, Loz, I've got one for you today. She's like, oh, what do you got? And I was like, I've been attracted to a man. And she just immediately was like, awesome. What happened? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like not a skerrick of judgment. Like let's explore this. Let's talk about it. What happened? What is it? Is it this? Is it that? And it's like, fuck, everyone needs a friend like that. Everyone needs a and friend like that. The whole like labeling thing yeah labeling like, spark it's just you know we put and that's why i go by the term queer i don't Same. use gay by or anything yeah. queer is mine because 
I honestly don't know what I am. Yeah, no, look, I, I was the biggest, proudest lesbian ever and, yep. I, and I've been calling myself a lesbian forever since I came out, but I have been moving towards acknowledging myself as queer for about 12 months and even my mum asked me recently she's like how come you say queer now and I'm like well because it encompasses everything because I wouldn't say no to anything mum she's like what does that mean and I'm like oh well I patched a man the other day the other day for a line of coke in the toilet you know and she's like oh Nikki you must be joking and I'm like no I'm not really but Sam and I have like been with men and totally people will be like oh yeah but you're both gay and I'm like yeah but it's fun yeah exactly no exactly that's the overarching message from us don't judge and fucking if you want to try it fucking try it do whatever the fuck you want to do because do you know what when if anyone else exactly like you're not going to lay on your deathbed like let's imagine that we're all you know we've got five to ten days to live are we ever going to lay there and go geez I regret trying that Mm-hmm. you're never gonna you're never gonna regret God, trying no. everything once ever 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 that's no. our overarching message oh thank you so much Talise. this has been awesome so good so good to chat about all things aging okay guys thanks for listening bye for now